Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda. And I'm George. I'm in Zephyr A, and Amanda's in Zephyr B. This is season 25 for me and season 21 for Amanda. And this is match day 13 of season 93, The Midpoint. And Amanda and I are taking each other on in our private rundle, and as is tradition, we have not discussed our answers at all yet. Uh, so we are going to be scoring each other live and figuring out who won, right, as you, see, as you hear it. Can you stand the excitement? I can't. I never can. <laughs> I'm not really asking you. That oh, was a rhetorical okay. Okay. for our listeners. Uh, but their answer also is that they can't, I'm sure. Question one asks us, um, what type of symbiotic organism in, uh, is the category that includes reindeer moss, velvet moss, oak moss, beard moss, and canary moss? Which are not mosses. They are uh, symbioses between fungus and bacteria. Mm. even though very often they look like moss. And this is lichen. Mm -hmm. um, I, I would know this just because I always remembered it from biology classes. Uh, I would also, uh, I also know it because it was a question in school of trivia like two days ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Sure. Um, and uh, frankly, I know you know this one. I'm pretty sure we discussed it between us, and I don't remember if it was a Jeopardy question or some other, you know, trivia question i don't know it's learning league or whatever but um it, it had come up relatively recently like within maybe the past year let's say mm. um so i also knew that this was lichen and that's what i put down as well and i gave you one point for it oh i gave you zero because I, I, I said he knows about lichen. i, I kind of figured like <laughs> maybe you would overthink it but uh. yeah so we're even or no, no you're ahead. i'm up you're ahead Going into question two, right. which asks us, what event do, does the monument, an adorned Doric column, uh, commemorate? Yes, and it notes that uh, it was designed by Christopher Wren. It's near a small street named Pudding Lane, which you know I had to assume was in London, because Christopher Wren is an English uh, writer, playwright, etc. Mm -hmm. um, and so I thought, well... If thinking of the time when he was active, what would he have um, been designing to commemorate as far as tragic events go? And the first thing that came to mind was the Great Fire of London, because um, I thought that's, you know, that that would make sense that you would commemorate it in a particular place in London. Um, I don't really know what the, the reference is 202 feet west of this little street. I guess maybe that's where it started. I believe so. Yes. I, okay, so. That's, that's kind of what I surmised. Um, it did occur to me to think of also the plague, like, you know, was it something about commemorating plague victims? Mm -hmm. But I thought, you know, that probably isn't, I don't know that people who lived through the plague considered it an event, mm -hmm. like a single, you know, event. It was an ongoing pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, and so um, that, you know, kind of tipped me back towards, you know, the Great Fire of London. And I had to figure out, for myself like was it the great london fire <laughs> like how did that how is that phrased i thought i've heard i think i've heard it called the great fire and so if i specify that it's of london it's clear that i know what what one i'm trying to talk about um so i did in fact put great fire of london uh i knew this was the great london fire mm. uh, as soon as i saw christopher wren sure and while reading a question I, i've seen the monument oh it um, was one of the things that I, in particular, sought out when I was in uh, London for a couple of weeks a few years back. Oh, okay. Um, 
and yeah, the 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 rest of it just kind of yeah, that I, I feel like that had something to do with the origin point of the fire or mm. something like that. Um, I also couldn't remember exactly what it's called as such, so I said Great London Fire. Okay. Because like the Great Chicago Fire. Yeah. And I believe there was a Great Detroit fire as well. Maybe. Early on, like 1805. Maybe San so. Francisco as well? That was an earthquake. Earthquake, okay. Yeah, but yeah, that for, for some Great London fire just kind of sang for me, as it were. Okay. So that's what I said. And Great Fire of London was listed as the correct answer. Mm -hmm. um, I would assume that other configurations of those words would yeah, likely be accepted. Yeah. So you got two points for that one. Oh, you got one. Okay. I'm going to need those points coming up, I think. Um, we'll see. However, uh, question three asks us, what type of stage establishes a fourth wall between the uh, stage itself and the audience? So this is kind of the regular uh, version of a theater. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the kind you see a, like a Broadway play in most of the time. Sure. It's a bunch of seats and then a very distinct separation of the stage. Yes. Uh, often with an orchestra pit to... Uh, that, that even more separates it, mm -hmm. as opposed to, as cited in the question, theater in the round, where the audience is everywhere, and a thrust stage, mm -hmm. where it kind of comes out and you can kind of be on three sides of it, ah. uh, which is, I think nowadays is more of a concert thing than, yeah, probably. than, than a play thing, or mm -hmm. maybe even like monologues would be good on that, or, mm. or you know, one person play kind of things where you don't need to sure, where there's not like a the backstage, so much. you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, that you need. Yeah, so I, I the first thing that came into mind was proscenium. Mm -hmm. I thought, well, that's that, is that actually a thing, or is that just one of those words that serves as highfalutin theater names like <laughs> bijou and things uh, like that? Mm -hmm. that you know, I'm sure bijou was also a word that meant something, but now it's just a highfalutin movie theater name. Mm -hmm. uh, but I just, I, for some reason, that just stuck in my head as I was trying to come up with anything else. As, proscenium is is that version of a theater in particular mm. so i just kind of yeah all right we'll go with that okay. i think that might be it's another one where it's either that or it's something i don't know so <laughs> okay. we'll go with that sure um yeah this one uh my initial thought you know thinking about okay i i know what theater in the round looks like i know what you know a thrust stage which i wouldn't have known the name of that yeah. if that was the question yeah. thank goodness <laughs> um uh, you know i can picture those and you know like you said i'm then picture picturing kind of a traditional you know musical theater or concert kind of stage um for you know based on what the question describes and initially i thought is that like what an amphitheater is like to you know it's kind of creating that box that am you know amplifies mm. the sound or something um but then I kind of zeroed in on the idea of surrounded on the sides and topped by an arch. And I thought that arch is called something. What is that thing called? It's the proscenium arch. And I thought, oh, yeah, that's what that, I like. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what that is. Um, and so I put that down with pretty good certainty and also thinking, well, I won't sound too dumb if I <laughs> if that isn't what it is. <laughs> and if it isn't, I have no idea. So I put down proscenium as well. And that was correct. Oh, good. And you got three points for that one. You did as well. Oh, good. Uh, kind of on the Josh Hill principle. Yeah. All right. So you are up six to four. Okay. Question four. 
asks us uh, for the two rap icons who first collaborated on the song Deep Cover and then had hugely successful solo releases in 1993. Right. So when I think of, you know, it mentions that these artists hail from Compton and Long Beach in California. And so I think of like that area of West Coast rappers, the three that come to mind, especially from that era, are Dr. Dre, Tupac Shakur, and Snoop Dogg. And for whatever reason, I just didn't like, I don't know this song. So, you know, I, I'm at a disadvantage in that sense. Um, I basically, in thinking of those, I thought, you know, Dr. Dre sounds right because he just collaborated with tons of people. Um, and I thought maybe this was, you know, the debut of Tupac Shakur. Cause you know, I, like I said, don't know the song The you know, I don't know enough about that. This is not like the, the music that I was especially listening to at the time. Um, so I put down Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg or Dr. Dre and Tupac Shakur. Cause that's what sounded yeah. likely to me or plausible. Put down both of them? Well. Question asked for one. Oh. Well, that's so good because I, I put got down Dr. Right, Dre. It would find that, and oh, <laughs> I thank thought God. it was for both. I thought no. it was name these two artists. No, it, oh it, God, it wanted the one. Um, oh dang! <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was in college in L.A. in 1993, and I cannot tell you how huge this the, these both were. Oh really? The okay. Chronic and then uh, Snoop's debut, uh, which I'm now blanking on, even though. Uh, uh, anyway. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I knew that this was Dre and Snoop, and I went okay. with Snoop Dogg just because I was slightly more certain that that was his debut solo release. Okay. Uh, that was the one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I just kind of was thinking, like, Chronic couldn't have been Dre's solo debut. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, anyway, I'm more certain about Snoop, so I will go with Snoop Dogg. Okay. And the correct answers were Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Which I think you're going to get, thank Ooh. God, because I gave you zero points for it. Oh, I gave you two, because I thought that is not your... I, I knew that <laughs> you would know the L.A. scene a little bit more, but it was also kind of based on what else I assigned things. Reasonable. You know. Reasonable. So it's 6-6. Six, six. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Question, I got zero on that one? Oh, boo. Uh, All yeah, right. I got zero. Okay. Question five asks us for a mythical herb that Hermes gave to Odysseus. Uh, yeah, this is, I have no idea about this one. Like I've never, I haven't read the Odyssey. Um, you know, it didn't ring any bells for me, but I thought, okay, so we're going to talk about like mythical or perhaps like magical, um, herbs and properties. And, um, the thing that came to mind, like I went through the sort of the real things that I know people have ascribed different powers to like Mm. ginseng and um uh i don't know um i I trying to think of things with root in the name because there was one that i was trying to pick out Mm -hmm. of a lineup Mm -hmm. um and i finally uh it finally popped for me as mandrake Mm. like that was is one that i associate with sort of um you know magical things not least because there was like a mandrake the magician comic like in the newspaper comics, I think, or was that a I think they're used to comic be. book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it was one of those. Yeah. Um, so I remember that. I, you know, I remember that having like magical associations, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. I thought, you know, this might be. Well, I don't know if I really thought that it might be a real 
herb as well. Um, but it was the only thing that seemed close to fitting the bill. So I put down mandrake. Yeah, I just couldn't land on this at all. I was thinking mm. like ambrosia. I don't think mm. it's an herb. Mana, no, it's not an herb. I, I keyed in on the uh, not exactly holy per se mm. and tried to think of like, okay, so that, that means it's got something to do with God and the t- gods in the uh, title or something yeah. like that, like God's wart or something like that. I just <laughs> couldn't come up with anything that fit into that space in my brain. Uh, so I just went back to ambrosia because I figured, you mm. know, maybe it's maybe it's a drink made of an herb or whatever. Sure, so, yeah, food yeah, of the gods we'll go after ambrosia. all, right? Sure. Uh, the correct answer was moly. Never heard of it. Nor I, and I get now I finally get the not exactly holy per se yeah. Yeah. clue. I knew that was a clue, but it did not tell right. me at all to yeah. what. Nope. So I missed that completely. Anyway. Um, so yeah, two points that I did not Ditto. give you. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Uh, well, the correct answer is Molly, oh, so right, it's yeah. to you. Yeah, but I did five, so I accidentally Ooh. got set of order. <laughs> oh, well. Okay. Um, so finally, uh, question six gives us three county names in Oklahoma and asks what area they make up uh, in the state. So I figured this was Tornado Alley for some reason. Like this, okay. these, these would be like the, the main places where tornadoes tear through Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Because I know that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- there are a lot of tornadoes there. Okay. And that just, that was what I went with. Okay. Um, so I debated a couple of options on this one. Um, I initially thought of the panhandle of Oklahoma because that's that particular shape of it. And I was encouraged in that uh, idea by the fact that one of the counties is named Texas, mm-hmm. which is like, that's that area that's right over the top you know, the yeah, topmost sure. yeah. uh, borderline of Texas, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, okay, that, that sounds plausible. And then Tornado Alley did pop to mind for me. I thought, could that be it? Because that, you know, that seems like that's somewhere in that region. But it seemed, I just had a, a sort of vague sense that like Tornado Alley was a larger area. Like it's maybe a multi-state area. I don't know if that's true. I don't know why I think that. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like it should be yeah. larger than this, these particular three counties. That mm-hmm. seemed like kind of minimal for um, something being designated that. And so I went back to Panhandle and, and kind of talked myself into like, yeah, if it's if there's a county that's named Texas, it's probably right next to Texas. And that's probably what is trying to clue me into, you know, this being the counties of the Oklahoma Panhandle. You know, like knowing the size of that area, that sounded like the right amount of land to be three counties worth. And so I thought, all right, I'll go with Panhandle. And that was the correct answer. Woohoo! Which means you win seven to six. Oh, by the skin of my teeth. Good job. Wow. I am surprised. <laughs> well, especially because I didn't expect to get that one right. I thought I had four <laughs> out of six. Um, so, yeah. That's solid. yeah. Of course, if I am ruled wrong for some reason, then you win 6-5, I think. What but would you be ruled wrong for? Dr. Dre. And oh. Having put down additional mm-hmm. information that's not correct. I, I don't... Thorsten has if, said if that's that what you if, said. if you'd gone Tupac and Dr. Dre, yeah. you'd be hooped. Yeah. But you should be okay with it. All right. We'll see how it goes. Phew. Well done. Thank you. 
Um, not a not a bad day for you as well. Although I was very surprised you didn't get Panhandle actually. I uh, um, I categorically refuse to recognize the Panhandle <laughs> because the only reason it exists is so Texas could have slaves. Oh, fair point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's a bunch of crap. Yeah, yeah, you mm-hmm. couldn't have slaves if any part of your state extended above uh, 49th parallel. I want to say, yeah, what, whichever like that. a certain degree of latitude, mm-hmm. and that is why Texas decided, oh, we're going to be a little shorter, and we'll just give it to Oklahoma because who cares? It's Right. It's desolate uh, crap ground that we're giving to the natives anyway. Hmm. And then they realized that they needed more room and the white people stole it back. Hmm. So, Of course. Uh, I encourage you all to read Boom, the Story of Oklahoma City. Ah, okay. Uh, it's, a, it's an excellent nonfiction book about the entire history of that city and starts with the fact that it was the result of massive land theft from people that we'd already... Mm. shoved onto it because we didn't want it right so anyway well indeed i mean you know we could i suppose talk about how we defended these for our other opponents except that i think i put the same score on all of them (laughs) (laughs) mine were a little different just because i didn't know those people as well as i figured i knew you yeah there's that i just thought that proscenium was the only one that i was really uh that I, that I thought that'd be tough. Yeah, I, I figured, and and that was a, another one of uh, the Josh Hill don't don't hang a three on something you don't know because you might not know mm-hmm. how easy it mm-hmm. is. And I figured an, an herb uh, out of mm. mythology. There was a good chance that you would get it, even if I totally didn't recognize it. Yeah. So that's why I toed that one. I had sort of a good guess on it too. I mm-hmm. I thought that one I was getting right going into real. the um, going into the end here. So. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of wish I'd put the three on that one, although luckily it, it didn't matter for our match, nope. but, uh, yeah, I wish I'd defended that a little harder. Although mm. I think proscenium is just specialized enough that it might be like if someone doesn't have mm. a slightly better theater score, they might not be, yeah. get it. I, I can't really even tell you there's some like the phrase proscenium arch is in my head as like a song lyric mm. as is mandrake that was part of why i settled on it is because okay. i remember um it's you know being referenced in a song i particularly like and okay. so you know in kind of a poetic way so yeah i i was sure that i had a good uh good guess on that one i guess we'll see as yeah. far as the other uh match goes mm-hmm. so that's it for today Tune in tomorrow for more post-game analysis, and remember, don't forfeit, don't cheat.